you're halfway through dinner, or you're between the movie and the fucking the, the karaoke bar, or the bowling alley. Like I'm saying, this is whenever things are up and rolling. Like getting started, it's, it's always got to be like a case by case thing. Like you got to know how you feel. Yeah. So I'm saying, some people, like some dudes especially, like they just have a lot of anxiety built up over that first move, right? Over that first thing. So what a lot of dudes end up doing is not acting on it at all, and then passive aggressively bitching about the friend zone. Like it's something that women created. It's like, it's because you didn't make your intentions clear. You didn't go for a kiss to get shot down. So now you have these feelings that, to be fair, this other party might be completely unaware of. Because you didn't do this shit like that. So for the guy or the girl that can't lean forward, do that kiss, doesn't feel that they're able to try and pull that off, that that might be something too strong or too scary, touch your face, touch yeah. their hand. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's other things that you can do to kind of get there. Yeah, because girls, women, we notice that. We notice the touches. We can, yeah. I probably can count them. You know, when you're first getting to know someone, you're oh, like, yeah. I know what they did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know stroking the cheek or something. That, yeah. But yeah. stroking the face, that's a bold move. But it is. It's a very bold yeah. move. But it's much yeah. more doable. It's much more doable than, for some people, than leaning them for a kiss. Like I was saying, if it's me, if it's me, I'm pretty, like, I'm I'm alright with the flags and stuff. Once we're already out and we're on a date, I can pick up singles pretty well. Signals, not singles. I've already picked up a single. I picked up a single, that's how we're on a date, because now we are a double, and perhaps a couple, if things proceed swimmingly. So whenever you're out on that, you have to be good at picking up on, on people's attitude. Like, when they lean in while they're talking to you, uh, like... I'm sorry, this is a very common one, and I'm just going to speak plain. A woman squeezes her breasts together <laughs> while hands? she's talking. No, 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 with, oh, her, okay. with her elbows. Like, she puts her elbows on the front of her oh, ribcage okay. while she's talking to you, and she's leaning in. Yeah. And the other thing is, too, I, I'm pretty sure you guys know where your titties are at all times. <laughs> it's one thing to graze an elbow, but if there's any lingering booby contact, that's a pretty clear indicator, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what kind of contact though? Like a hug? Like how close? No, no, no. I'm talking like standing there and like a rub, a rub back and forth. Uh, yeah. Back and forth? Yes. Yeah. Like okay. that's. Oh, see, yeah. that's a clear flag. Yeah. That, well, if it's she, a rub back and back and forth, then that's that's a go ahead. What's going on? Yeah. Is she dancing with you? What's happening? Is she in front of you behind? I'm just and this the, the specific instance that I'm thinking of, it's we're out, we're out, we're at a bar or a club or whatever you want to call it. Music is bumping. We're standing there with drinks in our hands. So we're standing there, we're both dancing, and then we're a little bit closer to each other and a little bit closer, and then... You don't back away. Like I don't back away. She gets closer. Yeah. It's titty on forearm. I turn <laughs> towards her, and we're dancing, yeah. right? So it's like, and that's, that's, that's what I mean. Like, it's... People put so much pressure on themselves and other people that they just think about the fucking it's like don't even worry about the fucking look for the chick that's gonna touch your hand you know you like say the fucking yeah don't worry yeah. about the fucking you no, know it's all four, but the most important thing to women is foreplay we oh, all talk on. about it that's why i go for a five play sometimes even six like you got to make sure that you know what six you're play? doing what is that oh okay. hey that's where that's where uh, she gets off before you do if oh, you're yeah. a guy. Okay, that should be mandatory. The, 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 women but that's always come the first. thing, though. Like it's it depends. Like I'm, Men I'm like. Always come first. Okay, so this always. is a part of the in bed with Will Noy. Okay. <laughs> Hello, I'm Will Noy. Be very direct to the young men, old men, everyone who's listening. What did you just say now? <laughs> it's just it's it's very simple. Like I for myself, I can only speak for myself. 
early on, I understood that a large part of what I enjoyed about sexuality was the pleasure in my partner. That is to say, uh, like, uh, to be completely plain, whenever I was fucking around, it was with a girl who had been pretty much one of my best friends. So I literally just, we played. So I played, I played with a coochie for a good three and a half months during the summer one year. And it's like, I'm not even, it was just to see what the responses were, like how this shit worked out, right? And if you're into your partner's pleasure, then it's easy, I right? think that's, uh-huh. that's key if you're going to pleasure her at all. Uh-huh. You have to be interested in her pleasure. And yeah. The, the women know the men that aren't interested. We know. Yeah. So how do you, now how do women deal with that? Like what, like how do you get your own? Like that's what I I'm, I'm wondering. I think the best way is being direct. There's nothing <laughs> being talked about. Yeah. Women need to speak in the bedroom, outside of the bedroom, just say, listen, everyone needs to speak. Let's put it out on the table, on the bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's just because for so long, like, women kind of had that other shit to deal with of the whole snap back against pagan practices. Like, for all of a sudden, for maybe a thousand years, women are, at times, literally, and most times, on the low, like, second-class citizens. Like, women's sexuality was controlled and commodified to the point where... That's why the 60s was such a remarkable time, and people yeah. still talk about the summer of love. But you have things like that every 30 years. It's it's something that, that, that carries on and goes and repeats, right? So for women to get comfortable with their sexuality is something that, like, as dudes, we got to encourage. And I love it. There's nothing better than having a woman tell me what she wants, because then I can do that. You know, like I'm saying, that's what makes me happy. Whatever's going to get you off is great. Like, I, I'm a dude, all right? Friction plus time equals orgasm. Like, it's not hard to take care of me. But doesn't it turn you on to turn her on? Absolutely. Right? 100%. It, it just makes it, it takes it from having a regular heart on to one that can cut diamond. Like, it's just... <laughs> seriously. And it's amazing because, like... Uh, Porno is just so wrong. There's so much of it today. So, like, if you're a young dude out there and you're thinking porno is how it goes, it's not the case, okay? Women are Thank not you. pretty when they're enjoying themselves <laughs> in bed, okay? No. There's going to be off. hair probably around you, probably around her. Like, it's not... Hair? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, if you, like a woman with long hair oh, is actually in the mouth. throes of fashion. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no controlling that shit. Get off my Things hair! That's why it's amazing. when it, That's how I knew I was with a good girl whenever she just got the scrunchie right before we were about to start fucking she's like hang on one second let me just do this shit up with some bobby pins and we go but it just seems like there's there's such a what's that of course right it's great when he pulls it out of the way see that's the thing like it's it's all it's all gravy you know like i i got a joke in my act where i talk about being a single dude and i say uh some unkind things about what i look like but the gist of it is that you have to be down for whatever particular fashion or fetish you come across right like you have to be in for it either way so it's like somebody wants you to talk dirty somebody wants you to pull hair somebody wants you to slap a booty like you do these things. You try them out. Have you, you have ever, conversations. Have you ever been tied up? Or? You're going to ask me the have you ever. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I have yeah, been tied yeah. up. Yeah? Yes. Many times? Yeah. A few times? Many, yeah. I'd say more than a few. Well, what I'm, what they, I'm what they traditionally would call a switch player. So oh, I, yes. I, 
occupy both dominant and submissive roles, right? Like, it's fun being a dominant for me because then it's just all about pleasure for whoever's on the other end, right? Because in that way, I'm just like, oh, I'm not even going to worry about that. And, you know, it's it's just ways to go. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you have a list. So, yes, I've been I've been tied up. <laughs> I don't have a list, actually. I'm just going to wing it. Okay. So, yes, I've been tied up. I've also tied up. And, yeah. So, when you were tied up, mm-hmm. what is it that you enjoyed about it? Uh, the same thing that, that anybody else does, which is just that, that lack of control or the illusion of the lack of control, right? Just the idea where... You just gotta, you just gotta kind of give in and be good with it, you know. It's trust. What do you mean by illusion? Oh, because in these matters, the submissive, if it's done right, is always the one with the utmost of control. So how does that work? Explain to me. Well, the submissive is the one with the power position. The submissive is the one who sets the limits. The submissive is the one who dictates what the play is. There's no, there's no power to the dom. The dom is a tool. The, the you know now yeah. that being said yeah. if you don't have a good dom the whole thing doesn't work exactly it's dumb, like dom 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 okay dom dom yeah sexuality in general oh, and any bdsm stuff in specific is just all about trust and openness yeah. right like hey well like when <laughs> when we're in the room and the caller's on, I'm gonna call you all kinds of shit. Like I'm gonna go over whatever the hell it was that we discussed, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability because that's oh, what you want. Yeah. Right. So it's like whenever whenever it's my turn, we'll talk about what I want, and then we'll do it that way. You know? And that's why it's it's just it's healthy, but at the same time it can be abused, and that's the danger of not having an open an open and guilt-free understanding of all types of sexuality is that you hide the ability or you, you impair the ability for people to get help, for people to seek answers, you know? It's like, do you, like, think about it, like, it's the sex education for adults is a very real and present need, like, that's something I try to do a little bit, stupidly. Yeah, well, it's like, I don't know. It, it, it just seems like there's a lot of things that a lot of people could benefit from having a much healthier sex life. Absolutely. Yeah. What does it really take? For what? To be that. To be what? To be no, risk taker. Risk taker. Well, I would never, I would never encourage people. I would never encourage people to indulge in risky behaviors. I wouldn't do that. It's not a risk. If you're with somebody that you trust, well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've uh, the the physical act of intimacy. There's a lot that goes along with that that we can get rid of and a lot that we should embrace further. So once you're in that position with a person, essentially it's, you're both putting your life in each other's hands. If you're doing it right, there'll be a point where you are completely numb to the world and you can do whatever, you know what I mean? Like if I come well, I don't hear for three days, you know? Like it just, it's just, where if you're, if you're, if you're fucking, there's that moment where you're completely vulnerable, you're completely defenseless. And in, in, in all those right, regards. So if you choose a person to do that with, that should wow. still qualify them wow. for anything else. You know what I mean? To me, there's no difference between the vanilla and the more spicy. 
it's if, if we're if we're fucking in missionary on a couch or you've got me suspended with nipple clamps to me it's the same it's the same amount of trust have you done that yes how did that feel it was incredible whenever i came yeah of course did it feel it was it was i was i was basically it was basically hogtied and then suspended oh i wanted to hogtie someone recently they didn't let me they didn't let you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know if I know exactly what it is. Maybe doing. you wanted it too much. Well, no, if you don't... I didn't want it too much. I just said it was a suggestion. Again, you got to be really careful with that shit. Like, there's there's um, all kinds of ways that you can mess up. Right. Start with scarves. Just start with scarves. Start with wrists and ankles, you know. Do that stuff. Buy some books. Like, you know. You'd be amazed what you can just get at Indigo. Uh, but just go and actually do some research into the topic, you know. It's just, I, I, my dream is that we all live in a world where there's no need to delete your browser history. That's my shit right there. Like, uh, yes. I don't see why people should feel shame for anything. Anything. You know, yeah. as long as it's consenting and everybody that's involved is willing, then what the fuck's the problem? Dress up like a unicorn. I don't give a shit. Mm, you know? Have you ever heard of that? For me? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. Not, not, not for myself. No, unicorn sex, oh that'd be serious. That'd be some serious shit. <laughs> You'd have yeah. those horns that hold on to. Don't hold on to. Come on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, that's a, oh, how little imagination do you have? You know what? I didn't even think. What kind of podcast <laughs> is this? <laughs> we're exactly. To, we're trying to bring you back into the church, young man. <laughs> I once. That is my worst ever online date. Thank oh, you for reminding me wow. of that. What I am writing it down happen? right now. I met a woman on Plenty of Fish who after maybe three exchanges got into some of the dirtiest and descriptive sex talk ever I've ever seen okay told me to meet her at plantation which was a coffee house in scarborough at the time i get there one she looks nothing like the profile or scanty picture she gave me same woman it's not the same person you know what i'm saying yeah and she immediately starts trying to bring me to jesus Oh. Asks me straight up if I if I know Jesus if she, he's like she she lured you <laughs> exactly she saying? tried to catfish me to the Lord. <laughs> what was your response? Uh, I was young at the time. I'm not ashamed to say so. Sex is out of the question then. <laughs> you said that? Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was I was like, what? It's the easiest fucking way. Right? Like, and the thing is, people confuse upfront with crude. Yeah. It's not like you buy you buy somebody two right? drinks and go, are we fucking or what? Like, that's not <laughs> that's not how it fucking works. Right. But buying somebody two drinks, looking them directly in the eye and saying, do you want to do you want to go somewhere else? Yeah. That's a pretty clear fucking flag. That's a very clear message. My line is, you want to dance? What? <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere that you are, there's no music. Do you want to dance? I mean, with, you know, when it's oh, Jesse. A little bit of the old, a little bit of the old yeah, horizontal mambo. What is that line? What's your line? I don't. Well, do you, what, I not that you have a line, but what's your what's the thing that you might say before you? Do you say something before you get it on? Is there something that? Oh, this is so bad, but yeah, I'll tell you the yeah. truth. Um, what I say is, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. That's been, that has been the last thing I've said before before having sex since I was like 18 years old. Why do you have to say that? 
<laughs> you don't have to do this if you don't want to. <laughs> but not in that way. Aww. Okay, let's. Maybe you're worried. Like, I'm, like, as in, I'm still cool to just oh, fake yeah, it and make yeah, yeah. out. Like, oh, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of shit. You're just, you're being a gentleman. Well, pretty much. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no real fucking two ways about it. But that's why it's great. Like, I now I now I'm gonna sound like a bastard because that's that's just to get that shit out of the way. I know. Sex is wonderful. It's kind of like getting your black belt in the martial art. The possibilities are just beginning. The yeah. first time that you have sex with somebody compared to the seventh, ooh, you should have your shit better by then. Oh yeah. Like that's that's when sex can be fun. Is there some, anything you want to try so that you haven't? Learn. Anything that I want to try that I haven't. No, nothing that doesn't just involve pageantry. Like at this point, it's just about the variables of the situation yeah. rather than the physical acts, you know? I'd like to do it with synchronized fireworks to my orgasm. That'd be awesome. Ooh, on like a big floating like raft. Sex on a raft. Sex, no, but like a. What is I that really like, like though? Like, isn't it like? Don't you want a surface? Like a raft? I don't know. Whenever I say a raft, I don't know. Like one of them floating docks. Ever see those things oh, where yeah, it's like yeah, they're yeah. out in the river and you can just dive off them shits? Yeah. Have it well lit. Oh, yeah. Pageantry. My family could be there. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. It's just I don't. It's not. There's no list anymore. There's no. How old are you? Oh. Are you, you can't, will you say never it? ask a lady that. <laughs> How old are you? 40. I'm 30. Is. I was born in 1980. <laughs> I understand. You know what's funny? On the podcast, I'm like, I'm 40, I'm 40. Because yeah, yeah. I'm like so excited about well, it. But that's that's what I was like whenever I turned 30. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm 30, I'm 30. I'm right? just, I think you love the even yeah. ones. I was just excited about 40 because Oprah said for women, and I was brainwashed by Oprah, she was my god in the early days in the 90s she said that when you turn (laughs) when you turn 40 you stop giving a shit about what people think but she said that like Oprah would say I have this whole imaginary world I'm creating and I'm like it's like all of a sudden this is Sesame Street it really is like all the all the characters some of the like some people are extra some people are none of you can see it right now but I'm doing perfect sign language like the Sesame Street lady with the bowl cut <laughs> that's good I'm contributing good. that is good <laughs> getting back to the topic of sex because that's what that's what we were gonna do right that's what you asked me. You asked me months ago if I'd come and talk. Instead of being in a bed, we're sitting at a table. It's still good. It's still good. It's all good. Been to a few. Been to a few orgies, like privately held stuff. There's some great shit out there. So wait, where did you go to these orgies? Because I wanted to create. There's a suburban community where the key party is alive and well. Pretty much everybody on this street has toothbrushes at everybody else's house, which is kind of awesome. So did you have sex with most, or like almost all of the women? Was it all in one room or not necessarily? <laughs> well, if you had a party, like there'd be, you know, it's a living room. It's not like they rented out villas. It's just somebody, somebody would have a party at their house, be three or four people fucking in the living room, bedrooms upstairs. Wow. Yeah. I think that would be an awesome... Have, have, you, have you ever... I've never participated in an orgy. That's shocking to you? <laughs> have most people experienced this? I don't know. I really don't know. I was assuming that they had. Really? Well, see, the thing is, is that I'm kind of I'm delayed in oh. my sexual experiences. <laughs> okay. So I'm kind of just blossoming now. I see. Yay. <laughs> oh, what's your editor's name? Joseph. Hey, Joseph, please make me look good. 
<laughs> okay, carrying on. <laughs> That's the thing. I like people with distinct voices. Yeah. Do you think you have a distinct voice? I don't know. Have you listened? It's hard to tell. Have you listened I, to your recorded voice before? I have. But that's, I don't think it's the same as my speaking voice. Like, I think it is in as much as, I don't know. Whenever I'm, whenever I'm on stage, it's very much about, like, amplification. That's true. So, like, we're here talking, right? Whenever I'm on stage, there's no you. Like, the other side is, is the audience. It's yeah. one sort of thing. So it's a different sort of tone. So yeah. whenever, I can definitely tell the difference between my... My regular voice and vocabulary on my performing one. I gotta probably even switch it up. How do you describe your performing tone? Is it shouting? Is it loud? How would you describe it? I don't know how to describe it. It's very animated and more emphatic than my regular talking. Whereas, like, I'd come in and say, hey guys, what's going on? Or how you doing and shit? If I'm coming out on stage and I'm like, what's up? Like, you're just gonna go. Whenever I started, it was straight yelling, but it's just more animation. It's if I was, it's because it's me, either way, it's just if I was the me that I am on stage, in person, I'd be an asshole. Mm. You know? And I think it's a great way to engage the audience, because especially, you know... Oh, that way you can actually feel. talk to people. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Awesome. That's fun. But, uh, I don't know, I really listen. Why, do you think you have a distinct voice? I, you know, it's interesting. I didn't think I did until I started listening to myself over and over again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me. <laughs> I sound like a valley girl. I hate valley girls. I sound like a valley girl, and I'm not one. You sound very Britney. What You're the right. fuck? You You're know? right. Like, yeah, it, but right there, that's what you did. It's how you said, what the fuck? See, 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 whenever I said it, what the fuck? Whenever you say it, what the fuck? What the fuck? Whenever there's like an uh, an ula nation like that, what the fuck? Ula like ula nation. Yes, you're very good with words and you're very smart, right? <laughs> when did you start doing stand-up comedy? <laughs> Shit. What is it now? 2016? 2000. Oh man, 2010, I think, was my first like ever set but I didn't really start performing on the regular until 2013 what got you on the stage? <laughs> something you call it? what got you on the stage? honestly um, I went shit how honest do I be here? be honest are we supposed to be entertaining though? No, I mean, sometimes industry is entertaining. It is. That is well, true. It's rare sometimes. So I had I had various addictions that uh, part of which getting clean off of was spending uh, money that I felt like spending on other shit. I'd spend it on comic books because if I had it, I would have went and copped. But instead, I got some comic books. The other thing I did was once a week, I would go to a comedy show with two friends of mine that never fucked with this other substance, some of the only friends I had left, that'd be my night out. It was at a pot bar. I'd smoke weed and I'd watch comedy. So I went there every Thursday, like regular, for like a year, year and a half. And to be totally honest, seen enough dudes eat dick that I felt like I could ask for a spot. And I was very nervous and I was very humble about it. But the doorman had seen me there every week. He put a word in with the host lady. 
he told me that I had to ask her. Jillian Thomas was her name. She was fucking dope at oh. that time. Yeah. Oh. They, they asked me how I started stand-up. Oh. <laughs> the, the voice you hear off to the side is somebody who was <laughs> here at, at various times working for said pot lounge. Yeah. Well, He's been in a few podcasts. During what we're, yeah. yeah. So. I just keep popping up. <laughs> that's it. That's he does it. keep up popping. That's who he is. I got to do my first. I got to do my first set like a month and a half after that, and then she booked me every two months, and then a little bit more often. And started doing comedy other places. Were you nervous when you got up on stage at first? Um, no. Like to the moment, like I'm still the same now. I'll be nervous until like moments before. It's about like uh, just you know wanting to deliver. Like regardless. It's not like I'm, I'm not pompous enough that I don't care how people take what I say. Like, yeah, ultimately the only person I have to answer to is myself, because I'm the one putting my name on it and saying the things. But fuck, I'd like people to have a good time. Like, that is kind of what the point is. Mm-hmm. So even though I might feel passion, passionately about a subject, it doesn't mean that I can shout about it for five minutes with no fucking jokes. Yeah. So the nerves comes from that, which is like I hope... I hope it works for them, I hope they like it, I hope people enjoy it. And then it's just gone while I'm up there. I do remember the first time after it went, it went better than it could have. And I literally bursted out the front of the place and did two laps. Like ran, (laughs) ran in a circle. Just so, yeah, so much so. Still to this day, after a good set, my hands will shake and stuff, just because it's an adrenaline jump. The only other time I felt like that is after really good fucking or wanting to punch somebody. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Those are on the same page. <laughs> well, in imagine. terms of the output of imagine. the body, I yeah. So it excites you to excite women. Yeah, of course. Wow, well, well, that cool. makes sense. Right. <laughs> Y'all make the best noises <laughs> in the no, world. That? Even when they're well, the scary true. ones. Let's see. Have you ever been in a, I'm rather stoned. In a video? I have. In fact, I've I've performed in two amateur pornography videos. Ooh. <laughs> awesome! What was that I'm, like? Uh, what was it like? It was just fucking around. It was just home handicam shit, right? One of them, I'm still frightened to the states. The only VHS I never got back. But I'm really young, so if anybody has it, they're in possession of child porn. <laughs> oh my god! Ooh. But the highlights feature uh, naked except for a top hat. Will Noyce singing "Please Don't Go Girl" for the new kids on the block. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, high as shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, shit, if you ever want to hear me talk about fucking a whole lot, come see a show. Yeah. God damn. I like, you're very demonstrative when you're talking about the female ejaculation process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to learn how to make a girl squirt, five bucks, hot box cafe. Always? Always without fail? Well, ask me on the slide, give me a 250 tip, we'll sort you out. But no, man, it's true, and that's the thing, like, comedy for me is life, like, I just, I, I'm not a joke writer, I'm, I just kind of reiterate my own experiences and see how it matches up with other people, and hope for the best, I'm like, oh shit, here we go, I'm gonna try new stuff tonight, I don't know, I'm going out to Brampton, but I'm gonna try at least two or three new jokes. You lose me with the game. With the gaming, of course, yeah. I love the sex and the relationship talk, yeah. that just always, I mean, but that's probably typical a large uh, well a large amount of them too well I've been told that my I've been told that my sex jokes appeal to women more than other uh, I don't know I I just it's just the joke's not about 
me being awesome. Most of my jokes are about me feeling like I fucked up. Like, what do I do in this situation? I'm the butt of the joke. It's never, it's never the other way around. I don't talk about how awesome my dick is. I talk about how inadequate the dude attached to it is. It's pretty simple that way. I don't know, man. It's easy. Like, I just try to think about it. Or it's like, you know, if I'm up there for ten minutes, four minutes of it is, ju- is dick jokes. I sure as fuck better have some cooter talk in there by the time I'm done. Like, what do you think uh, half the audience is? Right? And that's why I love playing with it. I, like, we were talking about the friend zone earlier. I'm going to do a thing tonight where it's like, it's, I feel like such a bastard doing it to them. But I get the dudes in the room to make noise. If you ever had a woman, put you in the friend zone. And dudes clap. And they're like, yeah, woo, woo. And then I go, ha, ha. I tricked you, motherfuckers. You're some weak-ass people. And then I go into the dissection of the thinking, right? Well, no, because it's true, and it's how I really feel. I say in the bit, I think I say, um, because you're too scared to actually be straight up about what you want, you decide that you're just going to chill and wait. And someday, she's going to feel fat, or she's going to get drunk, and you're going to be there. You know, how dare you shoplift the vagina and whatnot, you know? Like, there's, it's different in that kind of setting, but it's the truth. So I just fuck with them like that. It's it takes fun. a little bit of courage, but everyone what? has it, to, to initiate. Yeah, I think that's the thing. That's, it's the worst, what's the worst thing that could happen to you? Right? Right? Like, nothing. There's, the, person's yeah. going, the person's going to turn you down. That's the worst thing. If, lot, you can't, right? if you can't deal with getting turned down, then hey, go buy somebody. That's what people do. I know people that could send you in the right direction. I'm not saying firsthand. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. The knowledge is out there, right? And those people do great work. Absolutely. Like that's that's 100% the way it's out. For some people, that's that's where it's at. Quite frankly, I'm surprised that I haven't I haven't had a hooker yet. See, I feel the same way about that as I do about weed. Legalize it, tax the shit out of it. Make sure everybody's safe. I don't care. I'll pay $12 for a joint if it's some good bomb-ass shit. You just got to figure it out. You got to be comfortable in your own skin. At the that's, end of the day. That's, that's really the only reason why anything I've ever done, I think, has worked for me. Whether it's, like, from from approaching a woman and speaking to her to moves in the fucking sack. I just think it's just about being real with who you are. I'm comfortable with my own skin. To go and... Being who I am. Like, Literal and figurative shit. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's a lot of people it's like they don't think about that. We're going to move in together and never thinking I'm going to have to smell that person's right. shit that's, one more. That's why you just get it over with right away at the beginning. Yeah. Let's go to the toilet together. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a toilet. Let's just do it in the shower. <laughs> you wouldn't happen to have a sheet park. of glass handy, would you? In the park. Actually, that happens. <laughs> did you say a sheet of glass? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh my god, that's already been discussed once on the podcast. I'm sure it has. It's come up twice. It's quite popular. <laughs> it, it, have you done this? I've I've seen it. Like I, I just I, I I didn't I didn't do the whole thing. I looked up at a glass while while somebody was shitting. I wasn't I wasn't fulfilling myself in any way. I was just kind of like, yeah, I'll watch somebody shit on a plate. Like why the fuck not? I'm watching. Right? If I look that way. It's more common than I would have expected. <laughs> like orgies. <laughs> Okay, really. Have you have you huh. been in an RG up there? What? Yes. Have you been in an RG? <laughs> Has everybody been? Okay, in an RG? ask Trucker. Because uh, this is yeah, this is. Been the, to well, of course, he's been in an RG. Well, 
you've been in an orgy, right, trucker? Uh, Woodstock, yes. After <laughs> that, no. Yeah. That's just Woodstock. Woodstock are just everybody. 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 That's the thing that's fucked up. You can get into a room full of pretty people. This shit just happens. Two o'clock in the morning, everybody's high as fuck on blow. Six people are fucking. Is that what it, is yeah. that what it takes? Blow? <laughs> You're not seeing it right now, but to your nine o'clock, there's somebody nodding vigorously that overheard what I was saying. It's hmm. pretty much how it goes, man. Like, you can party. But to, be, but to be clear, you don't need blow to be in an orgy. No. Yeah. No. But I'm just saying, that's, that's your... You seem to be. Like, I, I haven't really. No, I haven't been in. I haven't been around any many orgies. You've never been at even I like mean, at a party where two people. I saw. I've been two to couples like, are fucking. I've been to Oasis for a tour. So that's kind of. A, well, okay. But I haven't enough. been. I haven't participated in an orgy. I want to be like the hostess. <laughs> <laughs> but I was discouraged from doing this by Jack. Yeah. Who said that? You know that's tricky because you know, like you don't, you know, the compatibility. But what happens when you just try it? We'll see what happens. But if I do, I'm gonna record it. It's all audio. <laughs> a room. It's an orgy. Right on. So do you have a list? Yeah. Do you I have like, a list of shit? It I, seems that you're on an awakening. You're on a journey. You got your yo jimbo uh, on. What What are you trying to knock out before yeah. the end of 2016? You see, you set achievable goals, mm-hmm. and then you can just like there's there's some dudes and women that will well, like love nothing better than what they call service, which is they literally will follow you around on their hands and knees naked, doing shit for you, and don't care if you fuck them or not. Yeah. But that's because that's what that person gets out of the situation. Yeah. The subservience. Yeah. You know, there's, there's things beautiful about the world. There's a king for everybody. I know. This is true. You just gotta find the ones that click. Oh yeah. And where can they learn more about you? Uh, shit. More than what you learned today? Yeah. If you wanna check out, if you wanna check out comedy, if you check out uh, at Pot Geek on Twitter, uh, I list all my shows there. But anytime, come by the Hotbox Cafe on a Thursday night. Show starts at 7 p.m. Hosted and run by the incomparable Amanda Day. Five bucks gets you one of the best fucking lineups in the city. No joke. Forget about me. The other people that are on it are always dope. Five bucks gets you that and the ability to smoke a joint on a patio while you watch that shit. It's a good fucking deal. I gotta go pay for parking so I don't get a $50 ticket. Okay. Peace and love. Happy 620. <laughs>